Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The New York State Cannabis Control Board yesterday unveiled the first rules for residents to legally grow pot at home because if people who grow weed at home are interested in anything, it's rules. Ah, yes. Rules like don't stab your boyfriend to death by plunging a knife into him 108 times and then claiming in court that you just got a little stoned that day. It works, though. I think we might have a new hero of the legal profession. Woman in California stabbed her boyfriend to death, as you might expect, after stabbing him 108 times. And her explanation was, well, the pot was too good. And the lawyer made it work. The woman's getting community service for murder because she got high. Then I got high. I was going to clean my room. Then I got high. I was going to look for a job. Then I got high. I got high and I stabbed my boyfriend 108 times and I got community service. The judge is an Arnold Schwarzenegger appointee in California. I looked it up. It's a mad, 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 mad world. There is no doubt about it. The left is here, and they're coming for civilization. Not only is the left coming for your rights, the left is coming for civilization. They love Hamas. Did you see in Jordan they opened a restaurant? They've got a theme restaurant, and they say it's the first of its kind. The restaurant is called October 7. It's called October 7. It's named for the massacre of the Jews, and uh, they, might, they might be franchising. It, it could become like the, the Middle Eastern equivalent of, uh, you know, Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. It's uh, pretty wild. I've got that story for you as well. Uh, and the uh, Biden administration is driving. I don't, I don't want to use the the term civil war, but it looks like the Biden administration is driving a, uh, a division of the states. Uh, the union may be cracking up because of Joe Biden's open border policies. If Texas tries to secure the border, then the Biden administration, Biden administration will take you all the way to the Supreme Court. And, uh, and the Supreme Court said, well, yeah, the federal government can go in there to remove the razor wire that Texas put in there because the Biden administration wants open borders. The Democrat Party wants open borders. They want the United States to be a borderless country. They want us to be bankrupted and crime-ridden and overrun by gangs, non-English-speaking gangs. They like the non-English-speaking gangs better than the English-speaking gangs. But they also like the English-speaking gangs because the problem is not our guns, it's their sons. So we've got uh, lots of madness. Now, uh, talking about it with my best girl this morning, sitting on the couch, you know, eating oranges and uh, snacks and things and having a nice time. And it uh, turns out that the the Democrats, radical left-wing communists like this uh, Congressman Castro, he is uh, calling for the federal government and also Beto 
O'Rourke, remember him? Uh, Robert uh, Francis O'Rourke or something. He's a Texas leftist who tries to skateboard around and he's not very good at it. And uh, he's saying that the federal government should federalize the Texas National Guard and take it away, take it uh, out of the control of Governor Abbott in Texas. And as a result of that, perhaps, now the governors of Oklahoma and of Virginia are saying, well, we stand with the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, right? And and my best girl actually suggested this morning that if the Biden administration, on the advice of communist, leftist, Democrat members of Congress like Castro, uh, if the federal government, uh, Biden, comes in and federalizes the state National Guard in Texas, that every Republican governor in the country should send their state National Guards down to Texas to uh, stand shoulder to shoulder with Texas to preserve our country, our sovereignty, the law, because Joe Biden is anti-law, he's anti-law and order, he's anti-American, he's un-American. Oh, and I have great audio for you from of Joe Biden from a presidential debate in 2007 where he was asked about sanctuary cities, and you'll never believe what Joe Biden said in 2007 about sanctuary cities. It sounded almost, am I right, Michael, like he had half a brain back then. He he could uh, speak much more cogently than he speaks today. Of course, that was a long time ago in Joe Biden years. So we've got uh, lots, of, and, and honestly, is Joe Biden driving the country to civil conflict? Is he uh, creating a division of the states in the United States of America? Are states that are in favor of American sovereignty going to have to line up on one side of the field and and the Democrats line up on the other side of the field, as they did when they fired on Fort Sumter uh, and uh, launched what uh, we now refer to as the first civil war of the United States. Uh, that's uh, it's a it's an amazing time we're in. There's no doubt about it. So the Texas National Guard uh, federalize it. Say the radical left wing extremist Democrat uh, fascists who are not on the side of the United States of America. I'm just borrowing a few terms from the Democrat Party's playbook. And, of course, I uh, whipped out that Victoria Nuland soundbite today as well uh, about the Russian playbook because the Democrats use the Russian playbook all day, every day. It's right in front of us with practically every news story there is. And, of course, they racialize everything because they're the party of, you know, the Klan and the Confederate States of America and, and uh, Jim Crow and, and lynching. And, uh, but never mind that. Uh, they, 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 in Louisiana... They racialized the, the, uh, the weather, the climate, environmentalism, racial justice for the environment. And they were brushed back by the courts yesterday, the Biden administration, with their radical extremist, racist, racially divisive stuff. So we've got uh, that, you know, you remember that Barack Obama promised the fundamental transformation of America, right? Well, Joe Biden promised just yesterday, right, the fundamental transformation of our economy, because they're not capitalists. In fact, that goes with Michelle Obama the other day saying we will force trickle-down economics in America and make trickle-down economics mandatory. That means, you know, the government has the guns and the Democrats believe that all power comes from the barrel of a gun, borrowing a phrase from Chairman Mao. Uh, and now Biden says he's going to fundamentally transform our economy. I uh, really from from a, the most successful economy in the history of humankind 
into something other than the most successful economy in the history of humankind. Also because the Democrats have been peddling real fast and working real hard, they're proud to declare that a new study has it that there are more gay people in America than there are Republicans. I'm not making this up. This is a new study they have. Say there are more gay people, LGBTQQIAA plus ampersand, pound sign, uh, plus equal. They uh, more than than there are Republicans. And it turns out that it's what the, all their work is paying off. For baby boomers, about 4% of baby boomers identify as gay. You know, that whole LGBTQQIA stuff. Uh, you can shorthand that by just saying uh, gay, which is the G part of LGBTQ. And uh, But in any case, 4%, 4% of baby boomers identify as G. But Gen Z, 28%, 28% of Gen Z identify as G, which is... You know, a success story for the Democrat Party, no, no doubt about it. And the Chinese military, I think, is putting this on, on billboards in their classrooms. This ought to work out really well. More Gen Z Americans identify as LGBTQ than as Republican. And I've got that story for you. In the meantime, the racist, sexist, um, you know, uh, sexual, uh, sexualize your kindergarten kid, uh, the Democrat Party, the party of all that. They uh, just amazing stuff. They run universities, too, which is where all the anti-Semitism comes from, which is rampant, rampant in America today. They used to attack people they call white supremacists as being anti-Semites, but they have mainstreamed anti-Semitism, and they've popularized it. They've made it fashionable to be a genocidal racist. You know, the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler uh, carried that torch quite literally. And now the Democrat Party has mainstreamed it and made it fashionable and popular. It's an extraordinary thing to see. Never thought I'd see this, but but here it is. And it was happening on college campuses uh, while nobody was paying attention. And, and now it's everywhere. They've also uh, made it very, very fashionable, more fashionable to be gay than to be straight. In fact, I shared with you a story out of a, um, it was a high school classroom a couple of weeks ago where a kid on a, a quiz they gave him with their little wheel of uh, whatever, and a kid identified as straight, and his teacher told him that it's bigoted to identify as straight, and he was the bad guy of the story, because the Democrat Party is here, and it turns out all those years of duck, duck, goose are really paying off. We didn't know. Come on. How could we have known that in kindergarten and first grade when they're playing duck, duck, goose that they actually had a political agenda? But never mind that. In Wisconsin, the University of Wisconsin, they uh, told students because the Democrat Party, again, is the party of the Confederate States and the Klan and, and Jim Crow and everything else. Now, they're still as racist as ever. They've just changed their focus a little bit. Now the white racist Democrats are racist against white people because they're demented, self-loathing, uh, crazy people, and mental illness is rampant among them. But here's the story. University of Wisconsin students told, quote, there are no exceptional white people. There are no exceptional white people. I honestly, I was on a Zoom call the other night uh, for the, the patriarchy. Every now and then we have the patriarchy, we have Zoom calls. 
and there are a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, white people in there and have uh, Zoom call. And we're seriously talking about uh, taking away electricity. Just saying. And air travel. And your phones. That ought to do it. Your phones. Take away your phones. Because, you know, there are no exceptional white people as the new. This is part of the indoctrination. This is the the intro class when you arrive at the University of Wisconsin. It's part of their indoctrination. And you must you must bow to all of this. You must grovel to all of this. So uh, amazing stuff. First year law students at the University of Wisconsin, even better, forced to attend reorientation. It's not orientation. It used to be you go to college and have orientation. They show make sure you know your way around campus and what's in town and you know what to be on the lookout for, what your benefits are. Now it's called reorientation, which is the Maoist's re-education camp. And who did we just have, Michael, talking about how they need to be re-educated? It was um, Jennifer Rubin of the Washington Post on MSDNC saying Republican voters need to be re-educated, re-educated, which is specifically the language of Chairman Mao and the Maoist communists of communist China who murdered 75 million of their own people and enslaved a billion and a half more. Welcome to the 21st century. The Chinese plan on dominating the planet Earth in the 21st century because that's their goal. They're a militaristic, communist, totalitarian power, the hobnailed boot of the world right now. We've been warned about this, George Orwell, for one. The 20th century informed us on these issues, but we've erased all memory of the realities of the 20th century, and now we're going to have to start over again. It's like that movie, The Devil's Advocate, where at the end they just start over as if nothing happened, right? So at reorientation, it was all about race, and apparently how white people are the worst. That's it. The Federalist has a a story on it. This is your Democrat Party. Mm -mm -mm. Also, Cornell University, Cornell University, they have a major donor who's a white guy who's straight and a member of the patriarchy, and he's been foolishly funneling millions of dollars to Cornell. He says now he's pulling funding from Cornell over what he calls the toxic DEI culture. And he uh, wrote a letter calling for the president of Cornell to resign because the president of Cornell is a racist, and they've made racist ma- racism mainstream uh, as long as you're anti-white. That's the, that's the thing. And honestly, we're going to take away medical care. If you don't calm down over there, just sit down, sit in your chair, be quiet. All right. Uh, Amazing. Also out of New York, a lawsuit there because radical left wing extremist Democrat Mayor Bill de Blasio created a racist system in the city government where you didn't hire white people. They called it the white out, the white out. And they didn't hire white people. So they promoted people who had a GED, you know, the general equivalency diploma instead of a high school diploma, uh, over people that had Harvard degrees, which might be a good idea, actually. And uh, But they did it based on race because no white people. There were no white people. They're completely, completely insane. Your Democrat Party. On Capitol Hill, the Senate, including Republicans, ginning up a bill that would allow 5,000 illegal aliens a day to just... Uh, be waved into the country because because they're not on our side. That's more than one eight 
1.8 million illegals a year, and that's just what they'd allow in. Forget about the, the ones that aren't allowed in, but sneak in without being noticed. Uh, the Democrats are here to do in the United States of America. Pretty extraordinary stuff. Sanctuary cities um, and uh, 51 counties in Texas have now declared an invasion The Democrat Party of the Biden White House, the Obama political machine, driving the country to the brink. And the sides are squaring off. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ah, yes. I've been saying for quite some time now that the Democrat Party is not on our side, not on the side of the United States of America. The Democrat Party's been taken over, and it was kind of the boiling frog thing. Most of them didn't even see it coming, and then one day they woke up and, and they were effectively commies. It's, it's bizarre. I, I grew up in a Democrat household. I've never seen anything like this, didn't expect anything like this. But I've got a lot to talk about today. Let's start by going to the phones and to Jennifer calling from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Jennifer, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. So I want to recommend to you and your listeners a book called Mal's America by She Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, she lived through the Cultural Revolution in China and Mao's re-education efforts, and she she knows what this is all about, and she is sounding the call for anyone who will listen. Yes, she is. She's wonderful. She lives in our area, in the Washington metropolitan area in Virginia, and I've met Xi Van Fleet, and she is a great American hero, an immigrant from China, of course. And as you mentioned, uh, when she was a child, the uh, Cultural Revolution was going on in, in Mao's communist China. And she, uh, going to universities here in the United States, found that critical race theory, which was being foisted upon us by the radical left, this is not or ought not be mainstream Democrat stuff, she said critical race theory is the indoctrination of children and she recognizes what they're doing as what was done to her and, uh, you know, a billion Chinese people back then during the Cultural Revolution. They murdered millions, of course, imprisoned and enslaved many millions more. Xi Van Fleet, great American. Well, the, uh, the Democrat crazy cup runneth over today, to be sure. Uh, and, you know, the Democrats, South Carolina, fired on Fort Sumter, started the first civil war in U.S. history, and today it looks as though the Biden administration with Barack Obama and his gang behind the curtain 
who are here to fundamentally transform the United States of America, to fundamentally transform our economy, to force trickle-down economics on the United States of America and make trickle-down economics mandatory. This is the left. These are not liberals. This is not the Democratic Party as we once knew it. This is the international left, and they are not on the side of the United States of America, and they're not on the side of capitalism. They're not on the side of free markets. They're not on the side of free anything. Democrats don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. And they know what they want to make mandatory, and it's a lot of things. And what they don't want to make mandatory, they want to ban. The left is coming for your rights. Wah, wah, wah. Your Democrat Party. It is um, madness. Madness, I say. And I have, uh, I have many, uh, <clears throat> I have many stories from you. And, and they're also, you know, the Democrats took, there was a high school football coach, where was he in the state of Washington, who liked to take a knee after high school football games and uh, do a quick prayer, do a quick, quick prayer. And the Democrats, they were so angry about this, so disjointed about this, that they probably looted the local drugstore. They have CVSs out there. I don't know which drugstore they'd loot out there. But they love looting. You know, they love looting. It's a CVS store on 14th Street in Washington, D.C., going out of business because the Democrats have looted it bare. And so CVS is pulling out. They love crime. They love violence. They love looting. They love burning police cars. They love defunding police because they love crime. And uh, they also, they're absolutely hostile to all mainstream cultural norms in the United States of America. And like with the high school football coach who wanted to, you know, take a knee after a football game, went all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court sided on the, on the side of religious freedom, which the Democrats are against. That's a founding principle of the United States of America. They were fleeing religious tyranny in, in Europe when they came here, and in England in particular. Uh, religious freedom right there in the First Amendment. And the free press, they've just corrupted completely. But never mind that. Atheists demand congressmen remove what they call his treasonous Christian flag. Treason is a crime punishable by death, in theory, although Democrats perpetrate this crime all the time. And there are never any penalties because we live in a consequence-free society if you're a leftist. So atheists demand congressmen remove his what they call treasonous Christian flag. The Freedom From Religion Foundation demanded, they're always demanding, aren't they? Never requesting or suggesting. Demanded that Representative Greg Stubbe, Republican from Florida, who seems like a good enough guy, and he hit a home run uh, out of Nationals Park at the congressional baseball game, which is pretty good, a legit home run. They're demanding that he remove what they called his Christian nationalist flag. They hate uh, our nation. They hate Christians and Christianity because they're godless, godless atheist dogs. You know, this symbol of white Christian nationalism and treason should not tarnish congressional property, they said. Yeah, it's uh, very sacred to them. Uh, when they attack the White House, it's not very uh, sacred at all, but... It is evident that this flag cloaked the insurrectionists, they love that word, in a religious justification. These people are mentally disturbed. What are you talking about? 
They are just insane. They're certifiably mentally ill. Flying it outside your congressional office leads, lends rather unconscionable legitimacy to their actions. What, you know, they're talking about January 6th again. It's, it's, you know, you guys burned all of our cities from coast to coast for how long? Uh, two years? Seattle and was a hundred day siege to the Marco Hatfield Federal Courthouse in Portland. And the, they had their chop zone where they only murdered black people, by the way. But uh, they killed dozens during their uh, riots. Uh, remember, they videotaped David Dorn, the retired police captain in St. Louis, as they murdered him. Never mind that. You know, the Democrat Party is the left. Pay no attention to John F. Kennedy and, the, and even the Clinton administration, although Hillary Clinton is a, a hatchet-wielding leftist these days. It also sends a troubling message of endorsement for the intolerant and bigoted Christian nationalism movement as a whole. I, I'm not sure I'm aware of, uh, of that movement, but, but that's your Democrat Party. And honestly, the, the anti, you know, these are the people that, this is a different group. The Freedom From Religion Foundation is not the same as the, uh, the Temple of Satan, which has after-school Satan Club, for children across America uh, after they finish their transgender twerking class in kindergarten. The Democrats then shuffle them into the gym for the after-school Satan Club activities. What do you think those activities are? Just curious. Pretty remarkable stuff. So that's your Democrat party that got to take down that flag, no signs of Christianity. It doesn't matter. Uh, And again, freedom from, you, you guys are free from religion. You really are. Right? You can be godless commies all you want. You can sacrifice children, just not other people's children. Sacrifice your own children. Pretty amazing stuff. You're a Democrat party. And I hope to get to this one, too. Ex-DC city council member convicted of taking bribes is now running for Congress. We only have a non-voting delegate in the Congress of the United States. We in the District of Columbia in Washington, D.C., But uh, Michael Brown, not the same Michael Brown from Ferguson, who attacked the police officer in his car, and then the Democrats so tortured the police officer who defended himself that he had to disappear from the United States. He's gone. Because the Democrat Party is a lynch mob out after the police. I think they'd probably like the October 7th Cafe in Jordan. We should look for an October 7th Cafe to open in Washington, D.C., because it looks like they're going to franchise it in Jordan so Democrats can buy into the, uh, the franchise. Just amazing. I want to get back to that, to the October 7th restaurant. It's uh, shawarmas. I love shawarmas. Shawarmas. Chicken shawarmas, great. Mmm, good stuff. I uh, love those. Terrorism, not in favor of terrorism. I'm, I'm against radical Islamic jihadi terrorism. That I'm against. The Democrat Party, they march in favor of it on college campuses, attack the Jews at Harvard. President of Harvard, Claudine Gay, shrugs when they say, well, what's with the rampant anti-Semitism on campus? She sneers, smirks. I'm so superior to you in Congress. Expletive deleted you. That's exactly what she said, because she's very literate. So she said, expletive deleted you. All right, she didn't really. I just made that up. Amazing stuff. All right, let's take uh, one more phone call, and then we're going to get down to business, get down to 
brass tacks, nuts and bolts. Going to get down to all that stuff. Let's uh, let's first go to let's go to Blake calling from Silver Hill. Excuse me, from Spring Hill, Arkansas. My apologies, Blake, calling from Spring Hill, Arkansas. Blake, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Mr. Plant. I absolutely love and thank you for what you do. Um, before I do my spiel, I want to ask uh, Kamala Harris why her parents didn't believe in abortion. Now, um, the millions of people that have come across, of illegal immigrants that have come across our borders, we are going to have, it's not a question of if, we are going to have a Hamas attack in the United States like what happened in Israel. And we need to know how to prepare. How can we get together and how can we stand together against that? I love you, sir. Thank you for what you do. I'll hang on now. Well, our open border has uh, obviously created a, an extreme danger, and the millions, literally, millions of people being waved into our country and and uh, an untold number of people that are not being waved in by the Biden administration uh, but have sneaked in undetected, like this uh, individual. And I played the audio uh, for you a couple of days ago, Blake, when uh, this apparent radical just walked into the United States of America and there was a, a conservative news group there uh, who had a video camera and and a reporter said, hey, where are you from? And instead of saying, I'm from Azerbaijan or wherever he's from, uh, he said this. If you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. But soon, Blake, you're going to know who I am, right? Now, that is an ominous, threatening message from a an illegal alien walking into our country and... Uh, from what appears to be a Middle Eastern or a Central Asian uh, country, and uh, and he's uh, threatening us. Now, Blake, you're convinced that there will be a Hamas-style attack, an October 7th-style attack in the United States sooner rather than later. Is that right? Oh, Blake dropped off. He said what he had to say, see, because, you know, because he's from Spring Hill, Arkansas, and he called in and he said, this is what I want to say, and now I'm done. But soon you will know, you will all know who I am. Uh, it's it is as ominous as any message I've ever seen. Like you know, Hollywood movie couldn't come up, come up with uh, anything as ominous as that. Blake, thank you, thank you for the call. Let's go to border things because we have a lot of border things, and so we're talking about this um, this radical coming in uh, and uh, threatening us. I mean, I don't know how else you interpret that. You are too stupid to know who I am. Soon. You will all know who I am. Uh, okay, somebody call in the sniper team because this guy's loose in the country and you're too stupid to realize who I am. Just amazing stuff. Uh, and that's the, this is a direct result of Joe Biden's open border policies. There's no doubt about it. And the Democrat Party's open border policies. And and now the the Democrat Party, because... The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, who's a great governor, and he's a great Texas governor, and he's a great Texan, and he's a great American, and he is wheelchair-bound. Not everyone appears to know that Greg Abbott is wheelchair-bound. And I heard a Democrat this morning um, uh, saying that we've got to stand up against Greg Abbott. That's like, remind me of Stand Up Chuck, right? Uh, with uh, Joe Biden telling the man in the wheelchair to stand up. 
Uh, and yeah, stand up against Greg Abbott, the Democrats are saying. Now, if a Republican said that about a Democrat governor that was wheelchair-bound, I think that might be an issue. But when you're a Democrat, it's not an issue because we have a news media that is as corrupt as any institution, more corrupt, I would say, than any institution in, in the United States of America. And it's key to the success of the left to have the media doing your bidding for you, burying the bad news and playing up uh, whatever's supposed to work for them. Now, Governor Greg Abbott has, and it's questionable legally whether he has defied the Supreme Court order or not about allowing federal agents in to open up our border and remove concertina wire, razor wire, that was put there by the state of Texas because the state of Texas is being invaded and 51 counties in the state of Texas now have declared um, essentially a state of emergency that, that they're being invaded. Governor Greg Abbott put out a statement yesterday saying James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. That's Governor Greg Abbott in a statement yesterday. And now the Democrats are calling for Joe Biden to federalize the Texas National Guard. And they've got these radicals and this idiot, uh, Beto O'Rourke, who has a a double-digit IQ at best, and uh, skateboarding around, he was named Beto by one of their housekeepers because they had live-in staff when he was growing up. He's a man of the people, you know. Uh, but the uh, Democrats are calling for Biden to federalize the National Guard in Texas. And Beto O'Rourke is using the comparison, I thought this was kind of ironic, of uh, Governor Orville Faubus, the Democrat governor, of Arkansas, who stood in the schoolhouse door in Little Rock, Central High, in 1957, and Dwight Eisenhower, the Republican president, uh, federalized the Arkansas National Guard because he was using them for evil to violate the law, which means that uh, when Eisenhower, the uh, great commanding general in World War II and president of the United States, two-term president of the United States, when he federalized the the Arkansas National Guard, it was to keep the Democrat governor, racist Democrat governor, Orville Faubus, from blocking black kids from going to Central High School because the governor was breaking the law. In this circumstance, Beto, I know you're not very bright, the president is violating the law and the governor is trying to enforce the law. But the Democrats are drawing battle lines. And they're on the side of no sovereignty, no rule of law, no American culture, because they're not on our side. And again, 51 counties in Texas have declared an invasion of their state at the southern border. 
I've got more on this coming up. And then Joe Biden spoke, so he said idiotic things. You want to be around for that, too. 888-630-9625. Now, we know that the Democrats are very comfortable lying and that their media allies back them and their lies, but they're really getting bigger and worse. Congressman Greg Cesar, who's a radical extremist, anti-American leftist Democrat, on X, posting, Greg Abbott, Texas governor, has continued to use political stunts and inflammatory language as the congressman uses a political stunt and inflammatory language, to advance his own agenda of securing the border and the sovereignty of the United States, violating the Constitution, in fact, protecting and defending the Constitution, and endangering both U.S. citizens, protecting U.S. citizens, and asylum seekers. You guys are endangering everyone, and you know it. Joaquin Castro, who is a well-known communist Democrat, member of the House of Representatives, says on X, Governor Greg Abbott is using the Texas National Guard to obstruct and create chaos at the border. That's the diametric opposite of the truth. That is the precise opposite of of reality. If Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, which he's not technically doing, POTUS, who is ignoring the Supreme Court completely on repaying student debt, needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard now. All right. So I think they want civil war. It sounds to me like the Democrats, again, they started the first civil war. They were the Confederate States of America. Their boy, Jefferson Davis. Governor Greg Abbott said, the Texas National Guard continues to hold the line in Eagle Pass. We're under attack. 51 counties have declared an invasion in Texas. Greg Abbott says, Texas will not back down from our efforts to secure the border in Biden's absence. Beto O'Rourke, who's running for something again, says, Abbott, it's Governor Abbott to you, boy. Abbott is using Texas Guard to defy the Supreme Court. Again, not technically true. When Governor Faubus did this in 1957, the Democrat racist segregationist like Joe Biden Eisenhower federalized the Arkansas National Guard to ensure compliance with the law. It's Biden who's not complying with the law. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.